Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I'm Letitia Ringe, your coach, and it's a pleasure to be here with you all today. Today, I'm recording this episode again from Lisbon, Portugal. It's been a beautiful couple of weeks that I've been here, and I'll be here for at least another month before I move on to my next location. I have been enjoying all of the sunshine in my body after four and a half months in London, and I'm very excited because I will continue soaking in the sunshine in my next location too. So for those of you who have been wondering where I've been and what I've been doing, that's it. I've been in Lisbon. Portugal. I've been here with my beautiful partner and we are enjoying traveling and being on the road together and enjoying, of course, the beautiful city of Lisbon. So I've taken the last two weeks off the podcast to give you all some time to catch up on all of the content on conscious relationships that we have shared so far from episode 183 on the podcast all the way to today's episode All of that content is focused on conscious romantic relationships. Now, as I've mentioned in the past, you can apply everything that I teach in these episodes to other areas of your life too, because it'll either give you a tool that will help you show up with more consciousness in your business, in your health, in whatever area of life you want to focus on. And it will also help you with relationships generally. And as you know, how relationships show up in all areas of life and most importantly, our relationship with ourself. So I really urge all of you listening to the podcast to not only apply this for the sake of your romantic life, but also to apply the tools and teachings that I'm sharing for the sake of your life as a whole. Now, in today's episode, we are diving into protective patterns in romantic relationships. This subject is the most important subject that I have been working on with all of my clients in my conscious relationship coaching program. Interestingly, this work that we're unearthing together through the course of that coaching program, I have also discovered is so applicable to all other issues in our life. So not only are we applying it to the romantic relationship, but also to other areas of life, business, money, health, any desire that my client has, they're able to utilize what they're learning from the protective pattern study we're doing together to also apply it to that other area of life. So this is a really, really important topic. And I'm sharing this information for you all from not only my own work with myself, but also the work that I'm doing with all of my incredible clients. This is so, so valuable what you'll learn in today's episode, as well as everything I've shared in the episodes that have led up to today's episode. So I really recommend that for those of you who have some episodes from the last 20 that you haven't listened to, especially if it's an episode that uh, deals with the relationship phase that you're currently in and the relationship phase that you want to be in, as well as the ones that are in between, that you make sure you go back and listen to those episodes, really study them, really 
make sure you implement them as well with the teachings and the exercises that I give you. And also make sure that you have uh, soaked in and given yourself some time to meet the exercise that I'm going to give you in today's episode too, because this will change your romantic life as well as every other area of your life and relationships. It's truly so incredible. And that's why I'm focusing my attention on conscious romantic relationships as my service to the world and to all of you as who are a part of this community. Okay, so what are protective patterns and why do they matter? So protective patterns is a term that I've made up to describe coping behaviors and strategies that we learn as children to meet an unmet childhood need. The problem is the behavior or strategy, this coping behavior or strategy that we learn in order to meet the need that we had as a child that was not being met as a child is that they also block you from meeting your core desires and those core desires that show up in your romantic life and also are a core desire within your own life as a whole. So here's an example. You want something very specific in your romantic relationships. You all know what one of your desires is. And if you have trouble understanding what your desire is, you can also ask yourself, what are some of the frustrations I have in my romantic life? This is whether you're in a relationship right now, or if you're not in a relationship right now, you can think of previous relationships. What were some of your core frustrations? Your frustrations are showing you what you desire. So you can have a look at, okay, well, if that's the frustration, What am I really desiring here? So all of those frustrations, all of those desires are usually not being met because of a pattern of protection that you have, which is a behavior that you have and that you've got on default that you've been uh, using over a long time since you were a child. And that particular behavior is the thing that stops you from meeting your core desire. Now, the reason that behavior exists has a positive intention. It's because it was your way as a child who did not have the power that you have as an adult. It's the way your child self learned to meet its core need that it had back as a child that was not being met. So there's a really great reason that you have these behaviors. We would call them limiting behaviors, right? Once you realize, hey, I want X, but I'm doing Y and Y is stopping me from getting X. We would call that a limiting behavior in the coaching industry. When it comes to these particular behaviors, I prefer the term protective pattern because the name takes into account that there's a positive intention. They are protecting you. And in the case of conscious romantic relationships, the patterns of protection that we're identifying are the exact behaviors which are limiting in nature, but had a really important role for you as a child. You established, you started using these behaviors in order to meet your childhood need. 
So they become a coping mechanism. But as an adult with power and with the ability to make conscious decisions, you're able to choose different and more useful behaviors and strategies to meet that core unmet childhood need and also to meet your core desires. So then what the work becomes is untangling these default behaviors you've now established over potentially decades of your life that are being triggered every time your that same need that wasn't met as a child is being triggered as an adult, which these are core needs, right? So they're, they're triggered all the time. Every time they're triggered, your coping behavior comes in. And because you do that coping behavior, you actually shut off your opportunity to meet your core desire. So it meets your core need, but then it stops you from meeting your core desire. And the way it's meeting your core need is not the most supportive way of actually meeting that need because by its very existence, it's stopping you from meeting these other core desires you want to. Okay, so that is how patterns of protection operate. And what I'm going to help you do in today's episode is identify what your protective patterns might look like right now so that you can start to become aware once these patterns of protection are being triggered. The awareness is everything because once you start recognizing, hey, this is a protective pattern that's actually meeting a need that I had as a child that I continue to have as an adult, but the way it's meeting it is actually stopping me from also meeting my core desires that I am aching for and yearning for and wish to be met within my romantic relationships, then you can start to untangle those default programs and start to choose uh behaviors and strategies that are actually more of service to you, ones that are going to meet your need and also meet your desire because yes, that is possible. So that is what I support my clients with. It's incredibly helpful, not only for romantic relationships, but also your relationship with yourself, which affects every area of your life. This is some of the most important work I've ever done in my work as a coach. And it's my honor to be able to support those of you who uh, know that this is the work that you need as well. So here's an example. Let's say your desire in a romantic relationship. I'm going to do an example for those of you who have a desire that's more about um, masculine energy. And then I'm going to have an example for those of you who have a desire that's more about feminine energy. If you're not sure what I'm talking about, you can go back to the episodes that I shared earlier about polarity and also about masculine and feminine energy. We'll link these in the show notes to this episode too. So let's say you have a desire for uh, more masculine energy within your romantic relationship. So let's say you want to hold the feminine pole within your romantic relationship and your desire, therefore, within the romantic relationship is to be held. You want to be able to let go and be held by your partner. That's the desire, okay? It is likely that you have a protective pattern i.e. a coping behavior or strategy that means that you are showing up in a way that is selfless. Yeah. So you're probably ignoring your own needs, your own self in the relationship in 
order to show up and support your partner and, and take care of their needs. And by doing that, you actually ignore your own needs and you do not give your partner the opportunity to hold you. So can you see how this behavior of being selfless, which shows up in so many different ways, people pleasing, codependency, not communicating your wants and needs, not prioritizing yourself, having no boundaries, like they could be the different behaviors. As a category, it's really about being selfless, right? It's kind of like you have an invisibility cloak on in the relationship and you completely ignore yourself and you're only focused on your partner. Like, what do they need? How can I help them? How can I make every cent- everything centered upon them? rather than centering yourself so that your partner is able to understand what you need and desire and what your boundaries are so that they can then hold you in that in a really meaningful and conscious way that allows you to feel safe. Okay, so that's an example of a protective pattern. Now, the reason you establish that protective pattern is because as a child, you had a need that was not being met. And so that protective pattern became the way of meeting that need. We're going to talk more about childhood needs in a future episode. Now, here's an example if what you're craving is more masculine energy within the relationship. So let's say you want to hold more of the masculine pole. And so what you're craving then is uh, your partner to be more in the feminine pole. So your desire within a romantic relationship is that you might want your partner to simply embody more softness with you. It could even be that you want them to allow you to hold them, to lead them that you want to feel that feminine softness from your partner. However, the protective pattern that does not allow that dynamic to take place is that you come from a place that might border on avoidance, right? You've probably all heard of the attachment style, avoidant attachment style. So for instance, you could be hyper-independent where you just think about whatever you need and you do that and you have no regard to what your partner needs. And you do that because of your childhood need, right? You learned that the only way to take care of yourself was to do that and not to open yourself up or expose yourself to input from either the feminine or from people who represent the feminine. So you might also find yourself like isolating yourself or uh, showing up and uh, being really controlling, not taking into account your partner and what they need because you're so overly focused on yourself. There's this hyper independence, this hyper uh, like pushing away of the other person. Maybe you simply like exit the relationship before you have an opportunity for your partner to trust you so that they can actually allow you to hold them. These patterns of protection are happening because of your unmet childhood need and they were what met your childhood need because they weren't being met by your parents or your caretakers, okay? So you're still doing this as an adult and you're still doing this within your relationships and then your desire to hold or to have your partner show up in that softness 
which they're only going to be able to do if they trust you and you're cultivating safety for them and taking into account their needs. They're only able to do that if you're learning how to tune into what they need and and hold them and take care of them, etc. So this is very frustrating because you might go from relationship to relationship or you might be in the same relationship and you and your partner are trying to figure out like why can't we just have our desires being met and it's because of these patterns of protection that are playing out and they're playing out not only within you but also within your partner and it's likely that your patterns of protection are both stopping the both of you from having your desires met and they're kind of like coming into conflict with each other. So it's it's really life's way of saying, hey, you need to deal with this to get to where you want to go. And that, my beautiful friends, is my superpower. <laughs> so today I'm going to share with you how to identify what your pattern of protection is so that you can start to become aware of how these are showing up in your life and you can start to see how they're directly linked to your desire and not only directly link, but stopping you from having your core desires met within your romantic relationships. So I want to give you some more examples first of what these patterns of protection might look like. Before I go into this list, I also want you to know that the pattern of protection might actually seem good or positive or supportive or really like innocent in nature. And it's only once you link it to the fact that it's blocking you from meeting your core desire that you will actually see, oh, wait, this is a pattern of protection, which is actually a limiting behavior in my life. The examples I'm going to give you are more examples that are a bit more obvious that they're not supportive, that they're limiting. But I want you to make sure as you're actually looking at your own life that you are a little bit more open in the patterns of protection that you're looking for. And uh, and and this is a beautiful thing, right? Because what we can do is we can try to have a look at patterns that show up in patterns of protection. But as humans, we're individuals. And so the way these things show up don't always fall within the pattern, okay? So just want to give you permission to be an individual that, that might have a pattern of protection that's showing up in a way that I don't speak about here. All right, with that all said, here are some examples. People pleasing, i.e. doing, saying what you think your partner or others want from you. This is actually a form of manipulation because you manipulate your own behavior to try to get the other person to like you or to want you more or to depend on you more. And then by doing that, you're, you know, you're trying to get their love but you're actually manipulating them and you stop yourself from being truly seen as you are. So if you have a core desire that you want to feel seen and heard within your relationship by your partner, but you're people pleasing, they never have the opportunity to actually get to know who you are and therefore you never feel seen and heard. We also like to call this lying because it's lying about who you are. So if one of your values is integrity, but you're people pleasing, then you're not meeting that core value that you have either. And so you'll feel incongruent and out of alignment. Another one is putting others' needs, desires, and expectations before your own. This is prioritizing others before yourself. 
And sometimes we don't even know what our needs, what our desires or what our own expectations are, are of ourselves, because we're so used to tuning in to what everybody else needs and ignoring ourselves completely. Yeah. So you might feel really frustrated. You might feel like, I just want a partner who actually prioritizes me. I just want a partner who thinks about me and what I might like to do this weekend or the fact that I've got a busy day and I, I, I want this help or just in some way is prioritizing you. But your pattern is to prioritize others. And so it's kind of like you have an invisibility cloak on, right? It's like, yeah, I have no needs. I have no desires. I don't need anything else from anyone else. I'm just here to help you and to look after you and to take care of you. And therefore, the other person doesn't realize that you actually have these needs and desires. And and the fact that you're not prioritizing themselves makes them think that you don't care about it, like it doesn't matter. So why would they then prioritize you? Yeah. Another version of this is caretaking. So you might be very used to caring for other people, right? You might, and this will happen most likely for a lot of you who are coaches, healers, therapists. A lot of, most of my clients are coaches and healers and therapists, right? Because you are all on the path of raising your consciousness. You're doing the personal development work. And that is why you're interested in conscious romantic relationships. Because what we're talking about here is very revolutionary. This is cutting edge content that we're all talking about here. So it's likely that some of you and probably many of you have this caretaking pattern of protection. You're used to helping others. In fact, it's your work, right? You look after others. As a coach, we're, we're practiced in completely focusing on our client to support them, to help them access their own wisdom, to look at them, to hold space for them. And then you go out into your life and you bring that pattern that's really important within your work and then you bring it into all your other relationships and so you spotlight everybody else you take care of everybody else you're it's it's also because you're so primed to look for opportunities for growth that that's what you see everywhere how can I support all the people around me it's almost like everybody becomes a project (laughs) but what about you How are we taking care of you? How are you taking care of you? And so this caring for others becomes the very thing that stops you from being taken care of. And it's very likely one of your desires in the romantic relationship is for your partner to take care of you because of that dynamic, right? It's kind of obvious. It's bringing balance to your life. If you're taking care of a lot of other people, you probably want to be taken care of in some way. And that is through taking care of yourself, which shows your partner that you prioritize yourself, that it's important. And it sh- it's basically shows the people in your life how to treat you because you do that for yourself. Another example could be codependency. So codependency is like there are no boundaries. <laughs> there's, there's no lines. You and your partner become one person and you find it very hard to see outside of yourselves in the relationship. And this t- tends to come from a, an anxious attachment place, right? Like if I just can become everything to my partner and if this relationship is the center of my universe, then I will be safe. Then I'll make sure they stay with me. But by doing that, 
that. You have no boundaries. You don't have uh, other areas of your life that feel really full because perhaps you're putting the relationship and your partner's needs in, in front of your own. So these first four examples that I'm talking about, they all are kind of part of the same category, right? Where you're coming from this very selfless place. Another example generally is having no or a lack of boundaries. You might not even understand what boundaries are and you're so used to just going about your day or going about your time within your relationships where you're at the whim of whatever your partner wants or just whatever happens, right? But then you feel like I'm not getting what I want or need here. And it's because of this lack of boundaries. You might think it's because I just don't have enough time or I don't have enough energy, but the fact you don't have enough time or energy is because you don't have boundaries, right? We all have the same amount of time every day. The people who are fulfilled and thriving in life, the only difference between you and them is that they are intentionally spending their time. They're working out what they need and creating boundaries around that and then and therefore creating their life around that. So if you've got no or you've got a lack of boundaries, you're probably feeling pretty frustrated in your romantic relationship or, or across your life because you feel like everybody else's time is more valuable than your own. Okay, some other patterns of protection include micromanaging. If you find yourself being really controlling and micromanaging your partner, so let's say uh, they don't do something that you wanted them to do, you just take over and start doing it. Or let's say you uh, want them to do something in a very particular way and you're noticing that they're not doing it in that particular way. So you take over, you give them a list of instructions and you don't allow your partner to lead that particular project or task in a way that makes sense for them. So you become really controlling, right? Because you don't want them to make any mistakes. You want to make sure your needs are being met. And then therefore that lack of trust in them is very unlikely to have them showing up and taking the lead more in your relationship. And it's likely that you're very tired <laughs> because you're being over-responsible. You're doing a lot more. It's like your energy and your brain is just taken up with the relationship itself and what you want is your partner to take some of that responsibility on but the reason they're not is because you're not allowing them the opportunity to lead and you're not giving them your trust which enables them to do that so micromanaging is a very popular one a lot of women are micromanaging and a lot of women desire their partner to lead more to take more responsibility but that micromanaging pattern is stopping them from having that desire met all right here are a couple of other examples i'm not going to go into explanations of what they are because this episode will go on for too long But some other patterns of protection include self-isolation, not allowing yourself to be seen, being overly responsible, being under-responsible, not allowing others to help you, anxious attachment, avoidant attachment, anxious avoidant attachment, being controlling, not trusting, lying, playing mom or dad to your partner, disassociation. So as I mentioned before, remember that these are limiting behaviors that stop you from acting 
actually achieving what you want in your relationship. What The ones I've mentioned, you might find uh, patterns of protection that are stopping you from having your core desires in relationships met, or they might be other behaviors that I haven't met, mentioned. Now, let me share an exercise to help you identify what at least one pattern of protection of yours is right now within your romantic life. Think about your current relationship, or if you're not in a romantic relationship, think about your previous romantic relationships to answer these questions. Okay, question number one is, think of a desire you have in your romantic relationship or a top frustration and write that down. For example, maybe your desire is, I want my partner to take responsibility and not leave all the chores to me. Or maybe it's that you want your partner to lead more or to hold you more. Another example could be, I want my partner to stop telling me what to do. Or I want more freedom in my relationship. Another example is, I want to feel seen and heard within my romantic relationships. They are some examples. Pause the podcast and write down just one of your desires. And remember, if you don't know what the desire is, think of a frustration. And then from thinking about that frustration, ask yourself, well, what is it that I desire then? If that's the frustration, then what am I actually desiring here? Number two, what is one way you block yourself from having that desire met? In answering this question, make sure you think about your behavior. For example, with the first example I gave you of wanting your partner to take more responsibility and not leave the chores to you and lead more and to hold you more, perhaps the behavior is over-responsibility. Perhaps it's micromanaging. Perhaps it's anxious attachment. I take over everything so I don't give my partner the opportunity to take responsibility or to do the chores or to hold me or to lead me. The second example that I gave you was, I want my partner to stop telling me what to do. I want more freedom. So perhaps the pattern of protection that you notice is disassociation. When you notice your partner telling you what to do or treating you like they're your mother or your father or not giving you that freedom that you desire, instead of communicating those needs, perhaps you disassociate, disassociate, you just check out, or perhaps you go into an avoidant behavior. Behavior. So you ignore them or you go and do your work, uh, you buffer, you procrastinate of having that conversation and instead you go and distract yourself with some other behavior. Perhaps you've got no boundaries, right? So you just let your partner constantly come in and talk to you and while you're working and trying to do other things and and that's why you don't feel like there's the freedom that you desire. Or perhaps you're not taking the lead, so you're being under-responsible in the relationship, right? And there's a very good reason for that, but the behavior that's limiting is not taking the lead and is being under-responsible. And that's the very thing that's stopping you from having what you want, which is you want freedom or you want to take the lead and you you want to make more decisions and not have your partner make all the decisions for you. You want your partner to respect your leadership, right? And, and stop telling you what to do. 
The third example I gave you was wanting to feel seen and heard within your relationship. So the pattern of protection that's blocking that desire from being met could be wearing your invisibility cloak, not communicating your needs, desires, or maybe your caretaking, or perhaps you're just aware, you are aware of what your needs and desires are, but you're not communicating them to your partner, right? Because you're scared about uh, like, well, ultimately you're scared that they will leave you. Yeah. So there's more of this like anxious attachment coming up here. So here we go, everybody. That's a really powerful example to let you become aware of what your patterns of protection are. Now I want to share with you what the conscious relationship opportunity here is with this information. So the way that these patterns of protection are showing up for people who are not aware that they are patterns of protection that meet a childhood need that block your core desires in a romantic relationship and therefore there are better strategies out there than the ones you've learned and are programmed to use. That's an that's the unconscious expression of pattern protections, right? So they just keep showing up. You keep getting more frustrated because your desires aren't being met. You blame your partner and then maybe you guys break up and then maybe you go into another relationship and the same thing shows up again and again and again. Or perhaps you stay in the relationship, but you just have an ever-growing resentment for your partner, which is causing more disconnection and more conflict and disagreements between you. And you have this story that I'm just never going to have my desires met. Okay, that could be how it's unconsciously showing up in your relationship life right now. The conscious relationship opportunity looks like this. You become aware that, oh, it's my pattern of protection that's stopping me from having my desires met within my romantic relationship and not my partner. We don't even talk about the partner at this stage. And it's okay because it could be that you're also choosing partners who will never meet your core desire. That's very likely that that is something that you're doing. But what is more important is to start recognizing and taking responsibility for everything that you can take responsibility for, because that will start to change your point of attraction, which will give your partner the opportunity to step up. Or if you're single or if you're leaving a relationship, it's going to allow you to attract people who can actually meet your core desires. And it will be coming from a place where you're filled up and meeting them yourself rather than blocking them and then ensuring that they cannot be met. So this is like a really important first piece of work that we need to do no matter what your relationship issue is. So the conscious relationship opportunity is to first recognize that you, not your partner, are blocking yourself from having your desire met through your protective pattern. The second piece is that you become aware and start to observe the pattern showing up in your life. So notice when you get triggered into that pattern, notice what was happening. Like, why did I go into that protective pattern? Have a look at how the pattern actually shows up and plays out in your life and notice how it's stopping you from actually creating what you want in your romantic relationship. And then number three is you can start to think about what would be behaviors and strategies that you could use instead of this protective pattern that will actually be in alignment with your desire instead. Now, 
All of this is going to increase your awareness, which allows you the opportunity to choose to take actions from a conscious versus an unconscious place. Even if you just make a 1% shift, which could be noticing that you've got the pattern, this is going to lead you in a totally different place to if you continue the unconscious patterns of protection where you're just completely unaware of them and they continue to play out and you continue to get more frustrated in your romantic relationship. So know that even just that awareness itself is going to lead you to a new place in your romantic life, which is huge. Now, how my conscious relationship coaching program takes all of this a step further, we, we, just, we just can't do this on the podcast. It needs to be done on a, a one-to-one basis in a conversation at this point. Uh, what I'm helping my clients do, and I invite you to check out my coaching program and to take advantage of my free initial call, which will help you to become aware of what your protective patterns are. You can do that at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash coaching. You just need to make sure you submit your application for coaching for my conscious relationship coaching program. And then I'll invite you to a call. We'll have the free first call. If I then think you're a great uh, a candidate for my program, I'll then give you the details and invite you in. So what we're doing in this program is we're then going a step further and we're looking at why are you doing these things? Like why are you doing the protective patterns? This is where we get to become aware of what your childhood needs are and identify what those are, which can be a little tricky to understand. And then we're doing the work to disrupt the pattern. So I have a process and a set of tools that will support you to disrupt the pattern of protection because this is how happening by default. So some of you, as you become aware of the pattern of protection, might find that no matter how much you want to stop, you just can't. It feels really, really hard. And that's where having coaching is really going to help you to untangle the pattern of protection. And then the third step that we're working together on is then implementing healthy, conscious relationship behaviors that both meet your childhood need and also your relationship desires. So it's likely that this pattern of protection that you have in your romantic life is actually showing up in all other areas of your life too and stopping you from truly creating what you desire in those areas of your life too. So you can see how this work alone which is showing up in every stage of the relationship cycle. So no matter where my clients are, whether they're single, whether they're leaving a relationship, whether they're entering a new relationship, whether they're in a current relationship and they're wanting to elevate that relationship or they're wanting to set themselves up with the best foundation in their new relationship or they're wanting to be single and heal their patterns or they're looking for a partner or they're getting the courage to leave a relationship and consciously close the relationship, the work that we have to do together includes this. So it's really, really important. And I recommend all of you really take the time to implement the exercise of today. And if you want to go further and you want to prioritize your relationship life because you realize it's so incredibly crucial, which it is, and you deserve to have fulfilling thriving romantic relationships, then I encourage you to apply for my conscious relationship coaching program. And again, you can find all the information at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash 
coaching. All right, my beautiful friends. So that is everything that I wanted to share with you today about patterns of protection. I trust today's episode has been really, really helpful. And I look forward to chatting with you more in the coaching sessions for those of you who take the step to apply. I'll see you in our next episode. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and I appreciate you so much. If you would like support one-to-one as you up-level your life, business, or relationships in a conscious, intentional, and love-focused way, then head to letitiaringe.com forward slash coaching. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.